Hey folks, thanks for tuning into the Future Focus podcast. If you caught this episode live, we appreciate you for tuning in. If you didn't catch it live, you missed out on a great session. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at Future Focus Podcast. We also would like to let you know that there were some technical difficulties while recording and broadcasting this episode, so we apologize for any of the issues that you may hear. However, we did correct majority of the issues during the broadcast in this recording that you're going to hear. Friends, family, fans of the Future Focus podcast, have you thought about how you could help someone today? Have you thought about how you could help someone during the pandemic? Well, we want to make that available to you. A lot of you guys have been asking, where'd you get those Future Focus podcast hoodies? Well, we actually made them available. However, this isn't just going to benefit the Future Focus podcast and future broadcasts. This is going to help 30 people. That's right. For every item that is purchased from our website, it will provide 30 meals. So whether you buy a hoodie, a hat, a t-shirt, or even a mug, it will provide 30 meals for a person in need at the local food bank. We thank you for your time. Please check out angelrunnermedia.com slash merch. Again, that's angelrunnermedia.com slash M-E-R-C-H to check out some of the items that we have available for sale that will help those in need. Thanks. Future Focus. Now don't You are now listening to Future Focus. Stephen Stapleton, the sun, crown one to others. Um, first, give up glory and honor to God. Um, thankful for a good week. Um, thankful for my wife and my children and just having relationships with them because it's one thing to have people in your life, it's another thing to have a relationship with them. And I'm just thankful for that. Um, and I'm thankful that I have a relationship with the Father. Yes. And not. Uh, and that I prioritize my relationship with him over the famous. Right. Um, <clears throat> but uh, to get into our topic today and not be before people long, um, we're talking about fame. And what what do we mean by like talking about fame? We're talking about false affirmation made easy. <laughs> The affirmation of others, um, the affirmation of fans, of people that admire, adore, or elevate an individual, um, and we right. see that we see that most commonly in the political field, um, <laughs> and even so much so with the affiliations of a particular animal of each political field um, some elevate donkeys other elevate other people elevate elephants um, under the guise of one being more Christian than the other um, and they are more aligned and assertive with their political affiliate versus how they should be assertive and affiliate with the body of Christ and what the Lord says uh, in his word regarding a matter mm. so it's it's a slippery slope when we affirm the things that God has put in our lives over God himself right <laughs> so <laughs> so is is very important um, to have things in proper place. You know, we talked about in our last episode, strap in 2021, keeping the main thing the main thing. And since our last episode, we have seen that not be so amongst the believer, amongst the world, which is expected. Um, but as a believer, our focus here with future focus is to keep you focused on the main thing being the main thing right. I don't know if you had anything to say about that before we got into our scriptures that we had well you know fame is you know it goes so many places and you know it goes in so many ways and so many 
you know, variables that come along with that, what we call fame, what fame is, what it isn't. And so I think it's just, you know, you have to be focused on what um, you're designed and called to do and not um, necessarily um, what the naysayers say. Right. And how, how do you feel about... Um the developments with the capital capital assault and different things mm. of that sort. Oh man. You know, I, I just you know, I was like, well, they got snipers on the roof. So why, you know, did then they just shoot some rubber bullets or some tear gas <laughs> and to break up all of that commotion. Yeah. <laughs> So I wonder, you know, I was wondering why why these things can't be uh, done uh, from that perspective, so to speak. So well, that's where I was at with that. You know, why, you know, all the things that we have done and we can do and that we are capable of doing. So I just took it as precautionary uh, measures taken versus uh, just extreme behavior. I don't mm-hmm. think it should have happened. Uh, some feel like basically that it happened. Um, it was pre, you know, the conspiracy theories say that it was pre-done. It was, it was meant to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they planned this. Um, you know, we talked, we saw the interview of the African-American uh, police officer. Um, he would begin the report of how he felt about the situation. So, you know, then that that eliminates that whole concept of this was planned and how he feared for his life, how he felt. So all these things were um, something that basically happened and that now do we see the police officer, the law enforcement begin to talk about what was done, what isn't done. So that's what, um, you know, that's what, you know, that's what we see now. We see this happening. We see this going on. We see this this whole concept happening. So, you know. Yeah. With it. So it's tough to say what, you know. Oh, I, I think it was um, a lot of pride and a lot of um, emotionalism being brought to life. Uh, misguided passions, um, which is kind of the core of what we're talking about today. Misguided passion, um, misguided affirmation, um, affirmation that is not directed properly, uh, which leads to idol worship, which leads to fame, which is what we're killing today. Right. So, um, you know, we'll get more into that later. Um, Right now, I kind of want to direct our attention to our first scripture, which is First uh, King 11, um, verse 1. And so everybody knows who Solomon was. Right. And his position that was established and what he asked of, you know, and what he received. I don't think people realize what the... damage that was done by him going after his own desires and his own lusts even after distinctly hearing from the Lord on what not to do Um, and so Solomon applies to us the church, the today church Uh, some people say we live in the last days Um, you know I kind of subscribe to that to an extent uh, but that's not what we're talking about today and it's not a salvation topic um, long story short uh, I personally believe and I think for in regard to our topic of discussion today regarding fame and uh, how we need to kill fame um, Solomon applies to us so let's look at the church being the perspective of Solomon right amen so we have you know, instruction through the Holy Spirit, which shall teach us all things. That's what Jesus said. So, 1 Kings 11, verse 
um, one, it says, King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. I'm reading in a New Living Translation. They right. were from nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them in love. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines, and his wives led him astray. Right. Stop there. Um, so repeat of, those verses again for those who are watching in, tuning in. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. First, First Kings 11, 1. Um, and we're talking about fame. We're talking about fame. Yes, we're talking about fame. And we're reading the scripture right now in the perspective of King Solomon being the church. So the issue right. um, is that the Lord himself, through Jesus Christ, gave us instructions, basic instructions before leaving earth, the Bible, on how we should live, how we should mm -hmm have our perspective how we should be future focused about the things of the lord and what when it comes to this world you know he who loves the world more than me is not a friend of me um right so god said to solomon you know don't marry don't intermarry with these people because they're these women because they'll turn your heart Right. Verse 3 where I left off, and his wives led him straight. Verse 4, as Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord, his God, as the heart of God, his father, as, as, the, as the heart of David, his father had been. He followed Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Pause there. Verse 5 says he followed Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. If you look in the King James Version, um, Molech is uh, spelled M-O-L-E-C-H. In New right. Living's translation, it's spelled M-O-L-E-K. Molech is the pagan false god of abortion. Mm-hmm. So when the uh, Ammonites would sacrifice their children, um, desired or undesired, to Molech. Uh, the, that's what they did. That's, that's, he's the god of abortion. He's the pagan god of abortion. Um, mm -hmm. What many people don't will fail to realize in this passage is what it's telling us is that Solomon was one of the largest abortionists, one of the largest murderers. Wow. If you look back further, this is no, 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 that's interesting because you're you're saying this, and and so we understand his father David was the man, the king after God's own heart. Right. So understanding that, we understand that we read that in the scriptures. Now you know, you know, God would not allow David to build the temple. Mm -hmm. So now we have Solomon, who was supposed to be the king that had peace mm -hmm. and uh, not a king of war now you're telling me now he is now the the mass murderer of yeah. children yeah yeah because 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 you have to look he had a thousand women in his life 700 right. 700 wives 700 wives right. of royal birth and mm. 300 concubines and his mm -hmm. wives led him astray. That precedes what we just read. Molech, the detestable. Right. It's one thing to worship a false god, Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians. Then the Bible tells us Molech was the detestable god. Mm. Why, why is this highlighted as a detestable god? It's one thing to be a, a false god or a goddess, but it's another thing to be a detestable god. Right. Uh, if anybody knows about kingdoms and stuff like that, or the natural order of procreation, when a man and woman come together, they end up having a child, more than likely. So if you're right. married to the daughter of a king of another country, they can then claim ownership and right because they have a heir of, as the verse said before, royal birth. Mm. So okay, demonic and... My, and um, 
because his heart was led astray. So demonic and natural wisdom would say, I don't want all these heirs running around trying to claim my throne. Let's just sacrifice mm. them to Molech. Okay. Do that in your own study. That's not what we really be talking about today. So right, Solomon right. did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and he did not follow the Lord completely. Mm. Listen, church, as David, his father, had done, as you did well. On a hill east of Jerusalem, Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the detestable god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Hmm. Two detestable gods. He did the same for all of his so foreign wives. So you, so, so you stand. This came biblical times. Now those who are having abortions is nothing. There's nothing new under the sun. So this came from this time frame, this time where they began to do this. Now we see this in the New Testament where uh, King Herod uh, was doing the same thing. So uh, mm-hmm. I think that the question would be, was he serving also, was he serving um, Molech also? Uh, the Persians, yes, the, the Parasites. Um, right. It, it's no different because... Um, Solomon's wealth was amassed through the marriages and the governmental partnerships through marriage. Mm-hmm. 700 wives, you might as well say those are 700 nations or 700 families of how his wealth was amassed. Mm. Not to mention 300 concubines. If you understand kingdoms and government and stuff like that, how that works, that's how he amassed his wealth. Instead of me fighting with you, mm. I'm going to marry your daughter. We share, we open up trade lines and different things like that. Um, mm. so, so some financial gain was had to do with oh, this also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so he, you know, was, even though he was he was the richest man we ever known. So yeah. in that time frame. So yeah. even with all of that. And he did the same for all of his foreign wives who burned incense and offered sacrifices to, other, to their gods. The Lord became angry, verse 9, with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Mm. She, oh, my Lord, I'm about to speak in tongues. Okay. <laughs> God, God met with Solomon twice on a matter. The first time was when he requested what he desired. Right. Second time was when he said, don't do this. Right. Then in verse, and he didn't listen. So it goes on to say, although he had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. So the Lord said to Solomon, since this is your attitude and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees, which I commanded you, I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. Mm. So church, what? So bring, what, what? Yeah, bring that up to the (laughs) Pride, let me define pride and prudence or pride and humility. That's my pastor so eloquently said today. Pride is concerned on who is right. Providence Mm. or humility is concerned with what is right. Mm. That's good. That's good, sir. So, what is so Solomon, the church, then and today, and, and as we see in other passages, you know, when Israel was in the wilderness, they were concerned with who was right, not what is right. Um, so (laughs) the church today is more concerned with other ways, other people being right, as opposed to what is right. Well, X person said this, so this must be right. Well, X person said that, so this must be right. (laughs) So that must be right. It is not without heedance that people are I just lost them as I was saying um, so the people of God today are more concerned with 
a man being right as opposed to what God says is right. It's not so much that, you know, God said do this and do that. It's I see this and so, you know, and they seem to be saying the right thing or they have my affection. So I'm going to allow them to lead me astray. And then they allow an individual to lead them astray, which then leads them to serve other gods and serve other ways. And God who appeared to us twice, my Lord, who appeared Mm. to us twice, not directly yes. to me and you, Reggie. Not directly me and you, don't blink. But he ap- he appeared to us in the garden. And he appeared to us, or let's not even take it that far back. He appeared to us in his word, the church. And he appeared to us through Jesus Christ. Twice. Mm-hmm. Wow. So God appeared to us twice and spoke to us. Don't do this. Don't right. do that. Right. Don't follow this. Don't intermarry. Right. Don't do these things because they're going to lead your heart astray. And we're just like, ah, well, I, you know, I'm going to intermarry anyway. And they're not going to change my heart. They're not going to change my ways. They're not going to change influence the way that I live. Their ways, you know, I could still mix water and, and, and oil. Mm. It's going to be all right. And then God's anger kindles against the church because he told us and he appeared to us twice and we still don't listen revelations 3 1 through 6 paints this picture perfectly which is in layman's terms i had to bring it all bring it all around but i don't know if you had a a comment to that uh basically you know i i I agree with everything you're saying because it brings us to this uh understanding that we need to chase what God wants us to chase and have a heart for what he wants versus what we're setting our desires uh, up to have and to, you know, now because, you know, I know with, with, with things opening up due to COVID, now we see this and this is happening where, where now people want to live their life. They want to go back to normalcy and not necessarily um, humble themselves or repent uh, unto the mighty God that we serve and we know about. Uh, well, now we have um, legislation that's doing opposite. So uh, I'm wondering and praying and see what God's going to do next to show uh, that he is God and that we need to bow down to him. And so this is one of the more concerns and prayers to see what God is going to do, what he's going to say. Um, there's a lot of um, prophetic uh, uh, roundtables and, and and prophetic uh, people talking, uh, um, bishops are talking, uh, talking about discussing uh, all the prophets that got wrong concerning the election. So all of these things, I think, God, I know that God knew was going to happen. So now, why not... Uh, even deal with our desires to be famous, to be known, uh, you know, to be uh, recognized. Um, so all of these things are, um, I think, n- not being new under the sun. I think it's a, it's a somewhat of a history type of reciprocal cycle that we're seeing happening in the earth. And so now we're now we're seeing things coming in persecution of what uh, the Constitution has. You know, father born, which is they say uh, Christ or the Word of God or the principles. So we're seeing this happening now. So I'm wondering what they're gonna do. What's gonna happen? What? Are... God. <laughs> yeah. God. God is not concerned with. God is concerned with right. our hearts. So if we are marrying right. people in our hearts, God, we we serve right. a jealous God. So what what is your allegiance tied to? You might not, you know, pledge to a flag with your body or something like that, but if your heart is tied to the ways of another, you know, you've you've left your first right. love as a believer. And if you do that, then you're going to be led to any other supernatural deity, you know, as we see in 1 Kings 11 what happened to Solomon. Right, right. God said, "Don't do this." And he married the very things that God told right. him not to. 
and those various things that he married. Now, granted, he married with his flesh, but we're t God is concerned with the heart, and we're going to see that in Revelations 3, 1 through 6. But as the church does not guard their heart and hide his word in our heart that we might not sin against him as the bride of Christ, we're not careful. We may make ourselves a harlot. Right. And that is my concern with not being future focused. Like, what is your focus now concerning the future? Are you concerned about your actions? Right. You know, and what perspective are you making those decisions on? Are you making those allegiance to? Because we can make a temporal, what seems to be in our earthly wisdom, leaning to our own understanding, a future decision, which is actually a temporal decision when it comes to what time is concerning our God versus what we consider time right. to be. Um, no. I hear you. Um, I think I think it's the gut check. I think I think the world is having a gut check again, and so you know we try to tackle the obstacle of COVID or this virus, and I think now that we have to see. Exactly what, mm -hmm. what happen? What may happen next? What will we see? Uh, what's going to happen? What we're going to be concerned with? What's going to, to unnecessarily um, keep us, you know, focused on Him? Uh, I think, I think repentance has to continually to be something that we have to do, um, for sure. So, yeah. um, and I think. It's important for us as Christians to sound the alarm, to let people know what's what's happening, what's going on. Um, this is this is why this is happening, uh, because God wants to get His people together. Um, I think He wants uh, that to happen. I think He wants um, to keep us who are in Him uh, abreast and up to date to what He wants to do. I think He still wants us to occupy and bring the kingdom. Um, and bring salvation to the world the best way we know how, the best way possible. Um, you yeah. know, we know this. We know that um, all this can happen. You know, um, all this can end, whatever I'm trying to say. All this can end, all the social media, Facebook it in. I mean, what would we do? What is our strategy? If we're looking, if we're going to be future focused, what's going to happen when they begin to shut the internet down and, and only certain people can get on the internet? And, you know, uh, racists is going to only, certain racists at a certain time can get on the internet. You know, things like that, of that nature. So, you know, that's the question. What will we do then? If we're going to talk about future, and what they're gonna do because you know we see a lot of churches right now that's uh that's basically you know um yeah this is they're yeah. seeing more coverage or exposure than ever than anyone that will set feet inside of the churches so we're seeing those things happen too so you know it's i'm, I'm trying to hold off and I'm not going to hold it off any longer before I read this <laughs> verse because the Holy Spirit has been slapping me like crazy. But it, it's so, so important that we guard our heart, that we wear the breastplate of righteousness. Right. And the breastplate of righteousness is not something that is strengthened through self-righteousness. Right. That is not strengthened through pride. It is, righteousness is not self-defined when it comes to the Bible. Righteousness is defined by his word. And what the Holy Spirit utters to us. And a lot of times we think we're hearing the Holy Spirit, but it's actually our own perspective on the matter because we haven't sought the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm. You know, some people seek the kingdom. And, I, and I'm getting into other topics of future focus, <laughs> but, you know, people's people, you know, right. um, people seek you know, people. Jesus said, preach the kingdom. Right. He didn't say preach Jesus. The gospel is the kingdom because if, they, if you preach the kingdom, they're going to want to be a part of the kingdom. And if you preach the kingdom, you seek ye first the kingdom of God and, and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. But the only way through the kingdom is through who? Jesus Christ. Right. So if you preach the kingdom, you're already preaching the message of Jesus Christ. Right. The reason why 1 Kings 11 and 1 through 11 applies to us is 
this right here this banger right here of a verse revelations 3 1 through 6 i texted don't blink i said listen we need to go live and talk about this tonight we couldn't do it that night so we're doing it now right but um <laughs> this is in red letters in king james version i'm not sure about new living's translation but because we have people that listen um that aren't too familiar with king james and stuff like that i'm reading a new living translation but if you're in king james it'll be red letters so it says to the angel of the church in sardis write these are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of god and the seven stars i know your deeds you have a reputation of being alive but you are dead mm -hmm. hello I mean, not go too fast. Oh. I, I, I stopped. For... <laughs> yes. Jesus yes, yes, yes. is saying, I know, Jesus is saying, I know your deeds. Mm. He knows. I know your works. So right. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake mm. up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have found your deed, Jesus, my Lord, for I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Pause. I do not want to die with deeds unfinished. Right. What deeds is Jesus speaking to us right now in this mm -hmm. season? Oh, Are we so concerned, concerned and consumed with the, the, the deeds of the world, the deeds of the system, the deeds of a particular skin color, the deeds of a particular system that will pass away? Are right. we really concerned with the things of God ultimately? And if we are concerned with the things of God, are we trying to reconcile and bring peace to situations that are stirring up discontent, are stirring up maliciousness, are stirring up things that are not of the spirit? questions uh, let me keep reading remember That's remember good. there remember there remember therefore what you have received and heard hold it fast and repent repent means yes. to turn away it doesn't mean to turn just away. confess your sins one to another repent means to turn away 180 but if you do not wake up i will come like a thief and you will not know at what time i come i will come to you Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. Hmm. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. Hmm. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in Jesus, my Lord. The Come one on, who is victorious will, yes. like them, be dressed in white. I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life but will acknowledge that name before my father and his angels mm -hmm. whoever has ears let them hear what the spirit says yeah. to the churches now we yes. we, 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 we quote verse 6 at the end of prayers every time almost all the time right Right. How many churches of Sardis? How many churches of Youngstown? How many churches of Akron? How many churches of Chicago? How many churches of Orlando? How many churches of Detroit? How many churches of New York? How many churches of Dallas? How many churches of Houston? Churches of Los Angeles? Churches of Las Vegas? Quote, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches, but we're not even aware of the first five verses. Wow. I don't even mean to make that rhyme. Right. Wow, Lord. So, so you know the church, and I, I read to y'all First Kings eleven, one through eleven. And I said read it from the perspective of Christ, God talking to the church. Right. Our hearts been turned away because we've married these things in our heart. God is concerned with our heart. He's concerned with who holds place in his heart in your heart. Right. And so if you married an idea or you married a person of fame, of false affirmation made easy, and it's, it's very easy in this world to be tied to things that don't have an eternal purpose, but have, my Lord, that don't have an eternal purpose, but have a temporal place. Right. Because we live in a temporal form. 
these bodies, right. this flesh, this dirt, this clay is temporary, but our soul is eternal. Mm. So it's easy for our heart to to marry false affirmation made easy because we're in a temporal form, but our souls is eternal. I Man, think I, also I, that you know, you know, I think that you know, I think that that definition of defining. A moment is happening now to us. I think we're becoming awakened that oh, um, this is not going to last forever. Anything can happen to us. Anyone can do anything to us. So we need to make sure we need to make sure that we're going to have somewhere to go if we leave this place and we transcend to something else, another dimension, another world. Uh, the thing about it is, there's an awakening happening. It's just that we don't know if it's the right awakening happening within people, and so, you know, I think you know everything is coming against the church. Everything, the media, of uh, scandal, um, um, all these things are you know ex being exposed to uh, reveal our humanity and show us that we are um, not as perfect as we the church says they are, so to speak. And so I think all three things are strategically calculated to come against us at this particular time. So down to the missing the mark concerning presidents, uh, getting the president wrong, down to um, personal scandals happening to prominent voices in the earth. I think all this thing is calculated um, to uh, cause us not to have a voice. And so, you know, so people are going to be like, why do I need to change my life? Because, you know, you're not being a very good witness to us. But like, as you said, that <laughs> as you said, you know, you know, we need to make that change. And so this is what's important. So, um, yeah, the word speaks volume. It's a heavy word, you know, for heavy moments like this to continue to be awakened. Like I said, it's all kind of awakenings. Um, Bishop Hampton, uh, Canon Bishop Wayne Fitzpatrick begin to talk about progressive Christianity. Uh, that we could talk about the emerging, I'm sorry, the emerging church. So understanding all these things are, are manifesting now. Um, me and you discussed a thing about, uh, I, I don't want to go into that, but you know, different religions just, uh, are being um, manifest right now. And I'm sorry if my speech is slurred. I'm getting an echo with my headphones. But anyway, you know, it's happening, you know, um, and we're seeing it. Uh, but my thing is, if we see all this thing, these things in the world, then we need to elevate our faith and realize that God is going to show himself strong some way, somehow in our lives. So all we can do is as we be scattered is be the witnesses because he scattered them in the book of Acts when they broke out and when it began to form the church, they got scattered because of persecution. So as because of persecution, now we see now we have to be a witness and no matter where we go, what we have to do. Well, I think it's, I don't know, I lost you there, brother. I can't hear you, but, um, hello, I can you hear me now. Yeah, you're freezing up. Um, That's okay. You froze up too. Yeah, as you were saying, to be scattered. Um, right. You know, as we're, as we're scattered, you know, Jesus says, let the tears and the wheat grow together. And so it's, we shouldn't... We are to bring kingdom principles to a fallen world but only Christ will be able to bring the kingdom to earth right we haven't been tasked with doing his job so we need to live a kingdom lifestyle so that he can work through us right because we would be delusional to think that we're going to be able to have everything Christian, government Christian, right, 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 entertainment Christian, right, 
XYZ Christian unless we cut ourselves off and then we're actually doing a disservice because there will be like revelations. We think our deeds are well, but they're undone. <laughs> and, you know, right. there is rags. You know, they're, they're, what, right. what was given to the deeds are unfinished. And we think we're alive because we have a reputation of being alive. See, people know us. The world and the tares and the wheats know us to be alive, but we're dead. Right. And then God finds right. our deeds to be unfinished. So it's, it's, we can't, you know, make ourselves a Christian bubble and then be like, I'm not going to, you know, be... <laughs> I'm not going to be in the world by it, even though that's what Jesus said I was. I'm just going, I'm right. going to be Christian everything, which is, you're supposed to be Christian everything, but y'all know what I'm saying. Like, don't. <laughs> right. you're, supposed to, you're supposed to live with, your, your temple is not your own. So you well, have to live with, like you said, it's, 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 it's ratchet. It's like ratchet and ratchet and riches, you know, ratchet and righteousness, you righteousness. Know, uh, uh, so, so, so I'm sorry, ratchet and righteousness is echo in my ear, you know. So anyway, it says it goes along with our principle of how we can live any kind of way, but still we're going to be OK. I heard a preacher tonight that said, you know, you may hurt me because, you know, my secret. You may know what I did last night, but grace. <laughs> <laughs> What? Shall we continue and send that grace? Shall we continue and send that grace? May abound. God forbid. As Romans one, God, that brand new mercy. Anyway, so anyway, so you know, I was like, no, that ain't how that work. That ain't how that work. So <laughs> now, so for anyone that got slapped across the face like I did when I first was led to Revelations three, I want to talk to those that. It's like crown, don't blink. Okay, I feel you. Like I'm I'm not like Solomon where I'm not marrying wives and or marrying famous people or famous ideologies and have my heart turned and I don't feel like I'm the church of Sardis where mm -hmm. you know I have unfinished deeds and stuff like that. Right. Well, let me drive that point home for those that felt that and those that don't feel what I just said regarding those two things. Um, 1 Samuel 15, 15 through 23, it talks about Samuel and Saul and Saul's charge to defeat the Malachites. It's, right. not, it's not so much, and this talks more to having unfinished deeds. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much that God tells you something to do Man, and I feel this right now. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Because he gave me an assignment. As you know, I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel uneasy about doing this, but I'm going to do it wholeheartedly because I don't want to do half a thing. I don't want to do half. I don't want to half step with what the Lord commanded me to do. I don't understand why he's having me do it, but I'm going to do it. So one day Samuel said to Saul, it was the Lord who told me to anoint you as king. This is a New Living Translation. It was the Lord who told me to anoint you as king of his people, Israel. Now listen to this message from right. the Lord. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I have decided to settle accounts with the nation of Amalek for opposing Israel when they came from Egypt. In other words, the judge made a decree and a ruling on a given nation. And mm. I, I'm starting at verse one, I apologize. Um, yeah, I need to start at verse 15. Verse 15, it's true that the, that the army spared the best of the sheep, goats, and cattle, Saul admitted, but they are going to sacrifice them to the Lord your God. We have destroyed everything else. Then Samuel said to Saul, stop, listen to what the Lord told me last night. What did he tell you, Saul asked, and Samuel told him, although you may think little of yourself and you are not a leader of the tribes of Israel, the Lord has anointed you the king of Israel. <laughs> listen, mm. church, he's, so again, Saul is the church, Samuel is the Holy Spirit. All right. So going back to the verse and the Lord sent you on a mission and told you 
Jesus. Go and completely destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, until they are all dead. Why haven't you dis why haven't you obeyed the Lord? Why did you rush for the plunder and do who what was evil in the Lord's sight? But I did obey the Lord. Church insisted, Saul insisted. I carried out the mission he gave me. I bought back King Agag, but I destroyed everyone else. <laughs> oh. I brought back King Agag, but I destroyed everyone else. Then my troops brought in the best of the sheep, goats, cattle, and plunder to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. My God. Hold on a second there. So Saul is like many of us when the Lord gives a distinct message. I don't want people to take this out of context, what I'm saying here. I'm not saying go and kill sinners. What I'm saying is what sin has the Holy Spirit instructed you to kill off? And you're like, okay, I'll do everything but this one thing. I'm going to hide this over here like the Lord won't know, like the Lord doesn't see all. What ways has he told you to die of what TV show what person has he told you to stop watching and getting influence and direction from mm. and Saul's like well I did everything but destroyed the king and then I kept everything that looked lovely in my sight something else looked very lovely and appeasing to themselves that was Eve and you see what happened to us right <laughs> so the Holy Spirit I mean Samuel the prophet said to Saul, you know, why did you do evil in the Lord's sight? And Saul's response, I'm going back to verse 20, but I did obey the Lord, Saul insisted. I carried out the mission he gave me. I brought back King Agag, but I did, but I destroyed everyone else. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then my troops brought in the best of the sheep, goats, cattle, and plunder. Basically, my troops, people under my leadership, men, husbands, his troops brought in the best of all the riches of the land to sacrifice and this is where he messed up at because after my abundance of your heart the mouth speaks he said and plunder to sacrifice to the Lord your God so his heart already made an allegiance with his own self his own pride his own allegiance to the abundance of the Amalekites because money yes. was his God Mammon was his God. So his heart spoke for him. His heart spoke out of, man, this is so good. He said, I did follow the Lord. Yeah. I did do this. I did do that. But in his abundance of speaking from what was already in his heart, his heart said, yeah, I, I did everything as your God commanded. Because wasn't the Lord supposed to be Saul's God? Not Samuel's God? But his heart said... I did everything according to your God in Gilgal. Then the Holy Spirit replied, I'm sorry, Samuel, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, mm -hmm. obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. Church, I cannot be afforded to be rejected. Mm -hmm. I, cannot be, I cannot afford. The price is way too high. Christ died way too high. on a cross. It's way too high for us to jeopardize our eternal salvation for fame and for the affirmation made easy through a person or a system or to get some quick gain that'll pass away at the end of the day. Right. So the Holy, Holy, Spirit, is tell, the Holy Spirit is teaching me, like, where's your affirmation? What's famous in your heart that is keeping you from my ways and from a relationship with me? That's good. That's good stuff, sir. That's good. You know, the biggest thing now, which I'm I'm a highlight back because you you talked about ratchet and righteousness. Um, the one thing I'm a highlight back to is 
humanism, which is something that is making full circle by the mm. Holy Spirit. We talked about this before, but humanism is making its turn. It's yeah. turning its heel and showing its mm -hmm. ugly head in today's time where we talked about it back in 2017. Humanism is an outlook or a system of thought attached to prime importance to human rather than divine matters. Sounds very similar to certain movements popping up now, right, church? Future focused yes, listeners. This stuff weighs heavy. It's, it's, it weighs heavy on my heart, and I hope you guys are properly dividing the word of truth and properly dividing um, um, what what is being promoted promoted to us. So, yeah, we just have to be very, very careful um, <clears throat> in what we're doing. Because other words, <laughs> you're going to feel like that at the end of the day. Well, this has been an awesome show, man. Um, I think you said a lot. I think people got a lot. Please, everyone, please tune in to our YouTube page. Uh, we do apologize for our technical difficulties uh, doing this live. Um, so please, we're going to edit this and get this ready for YouTube or maybe even repost it some kind of way uh, in a level time. But I thank all of you for listening who are listening. Uh, Crime One, how can I get a hold of you? They can follow me at Crime1SOG. They can also follow the, subscribe to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash kpmusictv. Um, and reach us out at futurefocusshow at gmail.com. You can also reach me at uh, Facebook, uh, Reginald D. Lewis. Um, you can reach me at Pure House Ministries, my group page, and those who want to be a part of Facebook. Faith, uh, first faith seekers, <laughs> man, faith seekers, um, prophetic prayer. You know, you can do all those things to get a hold of me. All of, also on Instagram as Pastor Reggie D. Lewis. So we thank you for those who are paid who have tried to pay attention live. We do apologize once again. Uh, we will have this for YouTube for you to view and grab a hold of to cause you to be inspired you to, to read the Book of Revelations and and get some understanding. All right, to the next time, uh, I'm out. Future, future, focus.